Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott. Trying to figure out how technology works. Joe over there behind the computer. Joe, how you doing tonight, man? Good. Good seeing you, man. Uh, this is Craft Brood Sports, the drunkest sports takes on the internet. Uh, live every week here on Facebook Live and on 12 on Sports Radio. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge? Super. <laughs> okay, why don't you like talk into the microphone? Like That might help the the audience hear what you're saying. I can't figure out how to share the show. Yeah, let's go so ahead and we'll just that. go ahead and lift this up for you, man. This is Why is it so low to begin with? <laughs> I, I don't know. touched it. I don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> Trying to make sure people can actually follow along with this damn thing. <laughs> well, we got an awesome show coming up for you guys tonight. We're going to talk uh, championship weekend and a little little preview of Super Bowl. We're not going to get too much into it. We got a guest coming on next week. We'll really get into Super Bowl talk next week. But this week, we'll recap Championship Week and there'll be Hall of Fame voting. We have maybe my favorite hockey story that's ever happened on this show. We're going to do tonight. Uh, it comes to us courtesy of JB and thedusterline.com. What? Super Bowl? I, yeah. <laughs> the, the, let's talk Super Bowl. That's cool. The rest of that stuff's awesome, but no, the Niners are in the Super Bowl, baby. I know, I know, and and between you and Robert ah. Taylor, between you and Robert Taylor, the Craft Root Sports Group will be unbearable for the next two weeks, but it's fine, it's fine. Uh, thank no, you guys for there. for tuning in, <laughs> whether you are on Facebook Live or on Twelve on Sports Radio. Uh, we want to hear from you. Be sure to hit the comments section. Uh, hit that share button. Help us out. If you're listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, uh, you can text the drunk line 44037 drunk. You can tell Scott just how uh, how how happy you are for him. I guess I don't know what to say. My team's my even team if you don't. Since I've been I'm lying, happy so. for me. So <laughs> f you if you're not. <laughs> but you're not watching Brady, so be happy about that. It's gonna be weird not seeing. No, it's not. It's gonna be awesome. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be kind of awesome. Uh, thank you to everybody who has already shared the show. My mom sharing the show, show, showing some support. Thanks, mom. Top fan Robert Taylor sharing a bunch. Cheryl, thank you. Uh, Scott sharing it out as well. Jessica, appreciate it. Uh, hit that share button. Help us out. Uh, let's let's get this in front of as many people as we can. Okay, before we get into your uh, boner induced Super Bowl. 
exploits from this weekend. Let's talk about this beer that we're drinking tonight. <laughs> it wouldn't be if there weren't so many people that just tried all year to discount it. <laughs> we will get into First Pour, and of course, First Pour, as always, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you guys. All you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You will get 10% off your entire order. You can drink from baseball bats. You can open your uh, beers with a, a baseball bottle opener. They have wine glasses. They have shot glasses, all made from baseball bats. Really cool. Uh, hit them up. 10% off that order at the link dugoutmugs.online slash craft. This week's beer that we are drinking is one that... Uh, I mean, the, I, this was another name purchase. I saw the name. <laughs> whose didn't kids even, are these? Didn't even care what name. type of beer it was. Didn't care what the price was. I saw whose kids are these. Yep, I'm buying these. Um, <laughs> this is from Barrier Brewing. The kids Brewing. or the beer? Not the kids. I don't I got enough. Two's, oh, two's a plenty. No, I, don't, I don't want more kids. <laughs> I'm a, we should brew our brew beer called You Can Have These Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this one's from still waiting on Dad Pop though. <laughs> Ooh, hashtag mm-hmm. Dad Pop. Yep, yep. Good tweet of Fifty West. Be like, come on, where are we Pop. at with that? <laughs> mm. you no, I mean that's that. what I'm saying. Well, oh, tweet, oh, tweet gotcha. them. Where are we at with that Dad Pop? <laughs> Just start blowing up their spot. Uh, Barrier Brewing from Oceanside, New York, is who brewed this one. After last week's seventeen point two percent debacle, I came down and was like, "What's the lowest ABV we have on the shelf?" 5.2. Yes, that's what we're doing this week. Yeah, last week. Ooh, Thursday morning was rough. A lot of morning recovery went before I went to bed last week. Um, anyways, 5.2% ABV beer. This is what they have to say about this one. Flavors of real raspberry puree, cocoa nibs, dark chocolate, and almonds. I taste nothing but raspberry in this beer. I taste chocolate. I don't taste that at all. No? It, like, I mean, it's heavy on the raspberry. Like. Uh, <laughs> They definitely can take take some notes if anybody is claiming to have raspberry and chocolate in their beer. This this hits home with the raspberry, but I also taste the chocolate, but that's mostly because stouts kind of taste chocolatey anyway. Yeah, there's so, always like that hint of yeah, coffee right. and chocolate. But I mean, you know, I, I guess almonds would get lost in the, the flavor profile anyway because that's a very subtle flavor. Well, uh, not great ratings on this one. Three and a half caps on Untapped, so I think people are kind of lukewarm on this beer. Um, initial tastes aren't bad. It's just very raspberry. If I you mean, like if raspberries, you're, you're going to love this beer. If you're just comparing it to the graders, you know, the second batch. Not that first mm-hmm. crappy batch the, the first year, but but the second year graders. I like, forgot all is, about that one. Yeah, this is right on point with that. So, I mean, if you're a fan of the graders collabo with... Uh, what was it, Braxton? Yeah, yeah it was the, a Braxton the, one. The, the black raspberry chip beer. I mean, if you like that at all, then you'll love this. It's, you know, it's solid. It, it, as advertised, raspberry <laughs> chocolate. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Joe, what do you think of this beer? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I love Joe's stouts. Like, the his breakdown of stouts. Here's Joe every time we, we throw it to him. Uh, Joe, this is a double IPA. What do you think of this one? Good. Now, I was Joe, just going to say, you just hit it. Joe, this is a New England IPA. What do you think of this one? Good. Joe, we got a porter. What do you think of this porter? Well. <laughs> this has been First Pour, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. <laughs> His lukewarm feeling of anything dark beer is, it's almost uh, its almost like uh, he's testing us at this point. Like, we have to get him converted. He has to start liking dark beer eventually. We are only buying dark beer from now on. Just kidding. We're going to do like an IPA next week. 
<laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like, I can't I do be, that anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be locked in. I, I like rotating through and switching it up. And now that we actually like IPAs, I, I don't want to go back to not having them at all. <laughs> right. Uh, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny from Ohio is asking, are you team gritty or team teenage boy? That's another great story we're going to get into a little bit later on. It, even if I didn't know what the story was, I'm team gritty. <laughs> like, have no idea what the teenage boy, I, like, I'm aware of the story, but I would be team gritty anyway. <laughs> Just because you're F the kids. <laughs> you're all about coked out Muppets. Yep. That's your, that's I your lane. I love gritty. <laughs> like, gritty murdered 12 people this weekend. I'm like, yeah, well, they probably deserved it. <laughs> All right, let's talk some football. Uh, get this championship recap out of the way. Uh, the, let's start in the AFC since that's the one you clearly don't really care about. Uh, it was the result that we we said we wanted. That we wanted the Chiefs over the Titans. I don't think anybody wanted the. Oh Titans. no, no, I wanted the Titans. That's right. You did it was want the one. The Titans. It was. Yeah, I thought that the Chiefs would win, but I wanted the Titans. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, but this was the one that real football fans wanted, not Niners fans, because we want to see Mahomes versus that 49ers defense, and and that's the matchup we got. Uh, anything surprise you about that game? Uh, the the Chiefs that, and Titans. The fact that the Chiefs were down ever. <laughs> like seriously, I mean they you know there was what first quarter where they were I mean the Titans hung in there but they're just too one dimensional and you're talking about just a power all, all they had was you know Derek running Henry. up the middle. Yep. Yeah, just is just Derrick Henry up the middle. And when you can key in on that, I know I know he had been running unstoppably for a few weeks, but if you're just like all right, well we'll just clamp down on the middle because it's not like he can do outside zones or anything like that. What? Not, yeah, that guy, what? There, there's no twinkle toes. It's literally power up the, the middle. Come on. You serious? Come on. So, I mean, I'm not really sure how he kept doing what he was doing for the past few weeks, but good for him. And, you know, Titans were playing with house money, so it was it was what it was. But, you know, in the end... Our theory, no, no Patriots and, you know. And Chiefs no got- ties to the Patriots. You can't even be like, they, we won't even have the story about, oh, Mike Vrabel and the Patriots coaching tree. Yeah, and blah, blah. Yeah, we don't even have that to deal with. All we have is like Mahomes and is Andy Reid going to get his first. They will find some way to bring up Which, the Patriots during the Super Bowl. What true. are the odds on that? I mean, <laughs> there's, there's going to be a mention somewhere <laughs> during the Super Bowl. It, it's on Fox, so we know we're going to hear about uh, the Cowboys and probably <laughs> Moose Johnson because, you know, Troy Aikman can't go five minutes without referencing his old teams. But then somehow the Patriots will get brought up, it, it, not in the context of, oh, they're not here. It'll be something else where just like, oh, it'll be something real obscure. You know they're just going to talk about where Tom Brady's going to end up in free agency. That's going to be like it, it'll be Mahomes driving down in the fourth quarter, and they're going to be talking about Tom Brady's free agency, and that's it. They won't care what's happening in the game. Uh, all right, so Andy Reid did he become because we talked last week about good looking coaches uh, are the better coaches, and we we were talking about how Andy Reid is the exception of the rule. But Andy Reid said after the game that he celebrated by eating a cheeseburger and going to bed. And I think that makes Andy Reid sexy as hell. That is a damn good move. <laughs> so, Ada, uh, 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 this is the second time we've had a Andy Reid eating story within the last six months. He ate a steak as big as his face at one point with Steve Mariucci, and now he's just enjoying burgers after ch- going to the Super Bowl. What? Where do you think he got the burger from? That's my question. I want to know where Andy – did he hit a drive through on the way back? I lo- as long as it wasn't lame-ass wa- Whataburger. 
Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming for you. Shots All fired. you Texas people with your Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> do they have In-N-Out in Kansas City? I don't, I don't think know. they do. I don't think it comes that far. Yeah, I don't think so. But it's the Superior Burger. Wow. Wow. Texas people Come are about me. to. <laughs> Come at me, all of you, with your Whataburgers. Bring it. Uh, people are mad at you, Scott's mad that you're criticizing Moose. He takes Why? offense to, to you. He sucks as an announcer. Even my brother, who's a super Cowboys fan, admitted he's the worst dressed guy on TV as far as like commentators go. I, but it's just the fact that Aikman can't go one single. It's why I don't like watching when those two are in the booth. When we talked about Joe Buck, the football announcer, versus Joe Buck, the baseball announcer, baseball's fine. Yeah. But when he's sitting there next to Aikman and they're just sitting there talking about Aaron Rodgers or the, the, the 90s Cowboys, and there's no reference there's no ties in the game other than them wanting to bring it up. Drives me up a wall. Can't stand it. Uh, all right. Well, AFC was uh, as expected. We we all kind of saw that uh, coming how it did. Uh, how shook are you that your defense now has to stop Mahomes? Not very. You're feeling really confident. I mean, I don't. I think it's going to be a great game. I don't think that it's just going to be. It, it's. Pat Mahomes. I mean, like, the best offense, uh, best Patty. quarterback. Please, it's like, Patty. It's Patty, Patty Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Patty, I, I prefer Patty. Mulatto Magic is how I prefer to <laughs> reference him as. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I totally have respect for the Chiefs. I've never had anything against them. I love Andy Reid from his days with the, the Eagles. Uh, you know, I mean, they, I have nothing against the Chiefs, and it's going to be a test. It's not going to be a cakewalk. But I have a lot of confidence in my team. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, they're – Unstoppable because we've seen this before, right? Where there's unstoppable offense in the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden, you know, they run up against a defense. So I feel pretty good. The whole defense wins championship thing. I'm good. <laughs> How matter are you even going to be able to do the show if the Niners don't win the Super Bowl? There's a few days in between. I'll be all right. All right. I just want to make sure because you know what's going to happen. If the Niners don't win this game, you are going to get grilled in the comment section. Like, that's going they to happen. They had two wins last year. I mean, and, and everybody said they were flashing the pan all year. One win a playoff game. Oh, they can't win. You know, they're not going to get past the NFC. They, you know, it's just can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. Well, they're the best team in the NFC at the very least. And if they lose to the Chiefs, as long as they don't get housed, you know what? Admirable season, but to all the fans of other teams that talked noise all year, and will still, you know, justify it after this loss. Okay, like hang those on. are the ones that can. That's so. I wanted to talk to you about that. I didn't put it in the doc because I, I wanted to kind of bring this up on the show and, and just get some natural reactions. You have been on a rampage this week on Twitter, going after Anthony Mack from Scout Team Radio yep. and basically anybody who has said Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have the juice. Well, it just you annoys were, me so But you're also much. defending a guy who threw the ball eight times. And granted, he didn't have to throw the ball. Like, yeah. there was no need for him to throw it. But he threw the ball eight times in the NFC Championship game. And? <laughs> I mean, what, like, what do you want me to defend? Like, he also led the team to the like, playoffs. I mean, when he's had to, and this is what bothers me, is that they just want people who are anti-Jimmy were super high on him when they traded for him. It was, remember me, I was upset about the you trade. Are, I was yeah, not were, happy about the Jimmy upset. Garoppolo trade. And everybody else, oh, yeah, they said to get a quarterback, and he's going to be so good. He's there for Tom Brady, and blah, 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 blah. And now that he's winning, now that he's doing it, oh, well, he's not throwing for 300 yards a game, so he sucks. What? <laughs> like, what? 
if Jimmy Garoppolo was juice, what juice would he be? Whatever your favorite juice is. <laughs> like whatever your personal favorite juice is, he's that. <laughs> Jill, what juice would Jimmy Garoppolo be? Tomato. Tomato juice. Overliable. Never gets drinking that much except on a boozy Sunday. <laughs> Some Useless pe- otherwise. A lot of people find it gross. <laughs> I mean, Browns fans, like... Would love to have him in Cleveland. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. I feel like a We lo- drink a lot of Bloody Marys in Cleveland. <laughs> I feel like a lot of fan bases are, you know, if, you know, if Jimmy was their quarterback, they'd be saying the same thing. Like, he wins. We, we drink win, a lot of Bloody Marys. <laughs> I was going to go orange juice. Like... It's all right on its own every once in a while, but sometimes that taste is just like, I just brush my teeth. This is kind of gross. Okay. <laughs> Weird flex. <laughs> to really make it good, you need something additional. It's it's tough on its own. More to make importantly, great- the Packers suck. <laughs> like, suck. <laughs> they are bad. Outside of bad. Outside of beating the, the Cowboys to get to, like, I, people were... I had people texting me, where, where is your hate from the Packers? No, no, my hate for the Packers goes back a long way. I mean, this is Brett Favre days, and nobody paid attention to the fact that the 49ers and, and Packers played a lot. Yeah, And yeah. a lot was decided in NFC Championship games as far as getting the Super Bowl in the past. But, I mean, it goes back to the Dorsey Levens days and all those guys with, you know, ugh, Mark Chimera and, <laughs> and crap like that. Like, I mean, I've hated the Packers for a while. They're just, like, lower tier because it's like... You know, Patriots and Cowboys up here, all of the NFC West, and then Packers right there. And Packers fans, <laughs> man, they were bold this past week. Like, really. It was like, oh, that's right. This is exactly why. Because Packers fans, back in the day, you couldn't tell them nothing with the jeans, boy. <laughs> with the whole, the whole Levi's. Is that what it was? Wranglers. Wranglers. Wranglers, man. Wranglers, that's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who would you rather take, Joe, as your quarterback? Brett Favre in jeans or Jimmy Garoppolo? Give me favory. <laughs> That's cool. You don't throw a lot of picks. Give me favory. <laughs> Jimmy's not going to throw any picks because he's only throwing eight times a game. You don't need to. Or if he throws one, that that is a horrible percentage. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be low. But. Didn't he also throw five in a game like to start the year? Didn't Garoppolo have five? Or was that no, preseason? no, no. The team had five turnovers mm. against the, the Steelers, but that wasn't him throwing five interceptions. No. And now he did his very first preseason game. He threw like four picks or something like that, and everybody was freaking out. Or, That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Or like That's in practice. Was. Yeah, it was the preseason. In practice. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we won't do our Super Bowl picks tonight. We'll save that for next week. Uh, we'll. We'll. I mean, we know who you're going to pick, but I'm going to try to nail you down on a line and a spread. And maybe throw at the dartboard if we don't get it right. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we do on that one. It's a point and a half, so, I mean, even Vegas thinks they're pretty evenly matched. It's not like I, uh, neither team opens up, you know, with a huge favor. That's a pick em. Robert Taylor said, and I'm assuming he's talking about the Niners here, they're in 9-17 and 17 No, no, disguises. no. He's talking about Packers. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I was, no, I, I knew was, he was. Yeah. I was like, what is – okay. No. Man, hardcore. No. Uh, to, to Robert Taylor's credit, all year, you know, him and I text back and forth a lot on Sundays, and – He's never once said anything really bad about the Niners. I mean, 
he's kind of been down on Garoppolo like everybody else, but I mean, he's not shat on him like some people. So, no, I mean, he's been very respectful about the whole Does thing. he have the juice? That's all I want to know. Does does he have the juice? He's got the juice to win this game. That's all, all you I need. know. That's, that's, all, that's all, need. all I know. I mean, he, <laughs> he can win this game. That's it. Matt Barr's on board with this idea of the dartboard, so I think we might have to do Matt's, it. Matt, Matt, I know. Like, Matt wants Matt us, to, wants us to throw out the dartboard every week. Just He's pick, like, pick, pick something. Pick baseball games. Throw out the dartboard. No, pick. no, no. I was like, is that can going to blow across the street? Is the wind going to catch it just right? Oh, you didn't. Yeah, it didn't. You're throwing at the dartboard. So, yeah, that's uh, The other NFL news that came out this week was uh, they're, they're prepping for the draft in Vegas. And in true Vegas style, they have to do it terribly gaudy and in a, a way that makes no sense to anybody. So apparently what they're going to do is put the stage up in the water Stupid. in the Bellagio fountains. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and like the dudes are getting shuttled there in a boat. But it doesn't make any sense. But I, I also don't understand because they're saying there's going to be like a stage by Caesars at like the, the patio at Caesars. So what is the stage in the water? That's not where they're making the picks, right? I don't know, but like, it all sounds like a big giant waste of time paddling these guys across the water to what 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 are we doing? <laughs> Just take it back to New York. This this is this different city venue crap. I'm done. I no, I kind of like the different cities. I'm cool with that. Like last year in Nashville was pretty awesome. Like it was just a street party. I thought that was the way to do it. Like just shut down a city block, go and put up the stage and let everybody just go crazy. And take it back to Music City. This is getting it's getting out of hand. <laughs> It's getting out of hand, and I'm one who loves. So is this going to be? Forever, is this going to be the new thing where like each city has to one up the previous city? So like that's why. That's Vegas why I'm saying is, to take yeah. it back to New York because this is going to start a snowball trend of oh well, we got to do something crazy. Mm, now I kind of want to see it. Now I want to know what happens because uh, they're going to Dallas soon, right? Isn't that uh, going? <laughs> uh, didn't they already do it at Dallas once? Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I can't remember now. I know they did Chicago. Right, Chicago. And then I know Nashville. I don't think they've done I think that's in the future, but that's going to be. We're going to do it on a cattle ranch. Uh, we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're, everybody's going to ride on up on a horse. And then, pew, 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 pew. And then, uh, uh, and then Jerry Jones is just there. <laughs> then Jerry Jones is going to make another questionable pick. And... Speaking of Jerry Jones, uh, for Drew's wedding this past weekend, one of the groomsmen brought Johnny Walker Blue, and I was really upset that I didn't have a plastic Dallas Cowboys cup to drink it out of because I feel like that's the only way you're allowed to drink Johnny Walker Blue is the Jerry Jones style. Uh, Cleveland next year? Ho, ho, ho. All right. Uh, TBD in 2022, that's probably where it's going to be, Dallas, I bet. And then 2023 in Kansas City. Cleveland next year for the draft. Uh, what's Cleveland going to do to top Vegas? Hold it in the burning river. They're going to set that thing on fire again, and everybody's going to have to swim for their lives. Now that I'm all for. Maybe they'll do Let's see how these draft picks really do. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll do 10 cent beer night and just have like everything get trashed in true Cleveland style. Yeah. Uh, Robert was trying to say that, or not Robert, but Francisco was trying to say that, uh, Fagri had two, and I'm like, no, he didn't. He only had one over the over the Patriots. That was it. And then Scott confirmed that. Yeah. Oh, all right. We're still talking Bowl. about Brett Favre. Yeah. No, I just wanted oh, to bring that okay. up. That it's just like, wait a minute. No, Favre Why? was Favre was trash. Because <laughs> I can. Because it's mostly my uh, our show. <laughs> You like that? You like that little slip in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got you on timeout. Huh? Crazy. Where's that mic? Where's that hot mic? Huh? Nowhere to be found. 
Come at me again. <laughs> I will cut you out of the video picture. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Yeah, let's You are it. forgiven. Joe, Joe <laughs> runs this shit. <laughs> like, it's all Joe. It's true. Falls apart when you're uh, here. Jessica asking why Cleveland. I also want to know why Cleveland. How did Cleveland get the draft? I don't know if Jacksonville can get a Super Bowl. Cleveland can get a draft. You got, are you Browns fans going to celebrate the the draft like it's the, the Super Bowl? Like, is that going to be the greatest thing to happen? If there's going to be a bunch of parties, yeah, probably. You guys going to unlock some beer coolers and stuff? They'll give everybody a guitar if they're the first round pick. Oh. Plus, they can That's be, true. They can they're going to play that up. They can do the same thing they did for the All-Star game and have those bars open all night again. Except yes, for they that, will. Except for that one random one <laughs> that didn't get a permit. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the one random one that yeah. didn't get the permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the black bar. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, mister. Let's explain what we're reading between the lines. <laughs> I like to make sure that the, <laughs> the, the racism is pointed out. Don't want it to slip through the cracks, baby. Who's going to be the worst city? If if they're going to rotate around all these football cities, who will be the worst city to host the draft? It's, I mean, I, I think Cleveland can still be a good party town, so that's probably going to be a good one. Cincinnati. I knew you were going to say that. I knew he was going to say Cincinnati. Yeah, he's probably right, though. If the draft came here, I mean, what are you going to do? Go to the banks? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Would it even be downtown? No, probably not. They, they wouldn't even do it downtown. They'd be like, you guys want to go to the soccer stadium? It's new. We can go hang out up there. We're going to Blue Ash. <laughs> it's close enough. This, is, this draft's actually, it's in Cincinnati, but really that means northern Kentucky, 30 minutes away, just like our airport. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to host this draft at the Florence Y'all Water Tower. It's going to be great. Wow, speaking of. <laughs> We'll talk about that on Cincinnati's now. And we're not uh, going to talk about that? Okay, no, nah, I mean, we. I, I just don't think most people know Florence that's y'all fine. outside of Cincinnati. That's right? fine. Yeah. Florence y'all. <laughs> Stupid. JB says he'd offer up Detroit. Matt Barr coming hard at Cincinnati, too. I don't uh, I mean, you're probably right. But there's got to be crappier cities to hold the draft. Yeah, Scott said right? April, Minneapolis would be rough. That's what I was That'd thinking. I was like terrible. trying to think of where it would be cold still. Yeah, but they had the... They had the Super Bowl there, so sure. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't know. Like, where would be? I mean, to be honest, what's in Foxborough? Oh, that would be a pretty, pretty bad, crappy. I mean, place. it's like, I mean, well, we're they would just hold it in Boston. They, would. they wouldn't do it in Foxborough. <laughs> they would, they would. Yeah, they'd do it in Boston. So yeah. they'd be okay there. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fine. <laughs> Man, oh, I, that, they got to hold looking, it to that. It's they looking more and more like that. it would be Cincinnati. Because between Foxborough and East Rutherford, like mm. or Orchard Park, you know, in Buffalo. Right, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, make them go to one of the, like, oh, Yeah, no, but Buffalo would party hard like Cleveland. That's true. Dude, I now I want a draft in Buffalo where they just throw themselves through tables for every single pick. The, right. the draft pick has to come up on stage and dive through a table. Mm. Oh. Liabilities. <laughs> You're right, Bill's Mafia. No fun league. Bill's Mafia would be a fun place. They would be lit for that. Oh, that'd be good. Do kids still say lit? They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even have a first round draft pick, and they'd just be smashing each other through tables. (laughs) We traded our way. We traded away, but we're here. Uh, all right. Well, then I guess Cincinnati would be the uh, Big Joe says Green Bay. That's another good. one. That would be a good. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cold. There's, like, nothing around the stadium except houses. Right. It'd just be, like, a bunch of, like, yard parties. Yeah. That'd be weak. The whole town would close down. 
just like it does for Green Bay games. So, all right, well, we're we're establishing Green just Bay giant tailgates. Mm, that actually kind of sounds fun. I don't mind that. I'd, I'd be I'd be kind of cool with just a tailgate draft party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be different. It would if you're be going different. For different, like you yeah. know, if you're going for the in the juxtaposition from the Bellagio pool and, and getting on my <laughs> yeah. boat to, I know we're just gonna do this old school, just truck beds down and personal grills in the parking lot. Everybody's in Wranglers, and, <laughs> right. and you, you come up to you know come up and get your jersey. They hand you a hot dog, or just a trucker hat. wheel of cheese. They hand you a wheel of cheese. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No. no you have to put down your butt heavy to go up there too. You can't carry your drink with you. You have to set down your beer. <laughs> no. No I, fancy suits. Right. Yeah, they, drink, they drink bush there. Mm, well, yeah. It's they Milwaukee. Are, yeah, it's Milwaukee. So they... Yeah. It's all Miller. Yeah. They, I was gonna they, say isn't it Miller owned. That's like why you have state? to. That's why you have to put down the butt heavy. Ah, people yeah, don't they, realize they, what you're drinking. You know, product placement. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta keep them sponsors. You can bring that up here. <laughs> mean like Joe Burrow saying he doesn't like Skyline, dude. Why is Cincinnati so, uh, like, Ohio in general? I realize he went to high school here, so it's kind of a big deal. But, like, they're doing this Joe Burrow food tour around <laughs> Ohio. Like, he was just in Columbus. Yeah. And they had, like, Jeff Ruby did a steak ba- n- named after him. I don't get it. They're donating money, which is, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, $9 from every steak is sure. being donated to, to some charity. But, Man, the Bengals are going to screw this up and really ruin it. Like they, they, they're not going to take him. I'm convinced now they will not take him because everybody in Ohio wants him to go to Cincinnati. They I also, won't do it. I, I think it's funny that he's number nine, and so all the jerseys start popping up, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, the last quarterback to have number nine tore his ACL and was never the same. Yep. Thanks a lot. Kimo. First overall pick. Thanks, Kimo. Thank you. <laughs> so just laughing at that, I'm like, they're going to screw this up one way or the other. Well, you know. Like even if they draft him, something will intervene <laughs> to make sure he never needs meets his potential. Did I miss this comment? Big Joe said in Green Bay the old VFW lodge is where the telecast is. Accurate. Way better than a stage at the Bellagio in the fountains. <laughs> Way better. Also, are they gonna have to shut down those fountains for that construction? Like I would be furious if my first time in Vegas was like beginning of April and they had the fountain shut down so that they can build this stupid stage in the middle of it. That'd be I'd be pissed. That's a good show, man. You you, you go out to Vegas for the, the water show? No, but it's something you gotta see. Like while you're there, you gotta see it. I, I went there and didn't see it. And I don't what? feel like I missed out on anything. It's mm. water. It's a good show, though, bro. I've it's seen really it on TV. Show. They do the song that... Okay, that's cool. It's water. They do the song that Will Ferrell sings that's at, the I go to Vegas of, for. at the end of Step that's Brothers. Cool. I don't go to Vegas for water. Like, it, Are you seriously arguing about water? It's a really cool thing to watch, man. Like, you, If you haven't watched that fountain show, it's a good show. You're the guy going to Vegas for the shows. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you, 80? <laughs> The water show at the Bellagio. Like, that's what you're worried about. Honey, it's almost 10 after. We got to get to the Bellagio. We got to hightail it. Water show starting. The next one doesn't come up for another hour. Who are Hurry you? up. <laughs> She's like, I thought oh, we were going dude, to the strip club. We had this Vegas trip planned for years, and then we get out there, and they didn't have the water show because the NFL was setting up for the draft. It's such a bummer. It ruined the whole thing. What? Come on, man. <laughs> that's not what anybody's worried about going to Vegas. Jeez. Mike can't wait to get to Disney to watch that. The water shows there. <laughs> the parades in Disney are legit, dude. 
Did you ever see the parades at Disney? Oh, man. Yeah, it's they so look good. awesome on TV. <laughs> when I go there next year, it's not going to be the highlight of my trip. <laughs> well, you guys, the fireworks show. <laughs> we got to get there. They're going through Main Street now. We're going to miss it. Christ on crutches, man. Only person worried about the Bellagio water show. There's also the fire show at oh, Treasure yeah, Island. Cool. That's Moving a good on. one, too. Derek Jeter didn't get a 100% <laughs> Hall of Fame vote. Well, before we talk baseball, let's uh, give a shout-out to our sponsor, More Labs. Uh, when you're drinking heavy beers like we do on this show, you got to get yourself some morning recovery. Head on over to morelabs.com. You can get 20% off your order using the code SPORTS. That's all you got to do. Put in that code. Get 20% off your entire non-subscription purchase. Drink heavy. Have a bottle of morning recovery before you go to bed. You're going to wake up in the morning, hangover free, guaranteed, or your money back. So hit them up, morelabs.com, 20% off with the code SPORTS. Derek Jeter made it in. Uh, your, your boy is in the Hall of Fame. Everybody knew it was going to be first ballot, but he wasn't unanimous. Uh, and that's <laughs> one voter shy of being unanimous. <laughs> I want to get that guy on the show. I want. I demand they release the ballots. I want to know who didn't vote for Jeter. That man should immediately be enshrined in the Hall of Fame. How is that guy not come forward? Because I feel like if you're the one person who didn't vote for Jeter, like, okay, he he fills out his ballot and he's like, this guy's going to get enough votes so I can vote for other people and it'll be fine because Jeter's still getting in. Then you find out you're the only one. They're all writers. How has his article not come out yet being like, why I didn't vote for Derek well, Jeter? So Scout Team was talking about this this morning, and you know, Chris America kind of touched on it. But I, I pointed out, I'm like, I've heard this for the last few years paying attention to these voting things. There, there's guys that, you know, and, and we talked about it when it came to Hall of Fame voting. One, the whole unanimous thing is stupid, you know, whatever. You're Hall of Famer or you're not. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about that. But two, the fact that they limit the votes to only 10, that's why you get this. Because guys will be like, well, I mean, it's Derek Jeter. Everybody else is going to vote for him. I can use this one vote to maybe save somebody else or yeah. give somebody else a deserving. Like, that's what you run into because they have these limitations. And it's real stupid. But, you know, as they were talking about this morning as well, how funny would it be, man, if, like, like that episode of The Simpsons where Bart was going for class president and then didn't get it because nobody voted. And it was like, well, I thought you were going to vote for Derek Jeter. No, you didn't vote for Derek Jeter? And he just, like, missed it. He missed it on his first year because everybody thought falls, everybody falls else. off the ballot. Yeah. He only gets 4.9%. Everybody else is going to do it. They're like, oh, we messed up. That would have been the best. Derek Jeter comes in now the second highest vote total getter. Uh, 99.75% uh, behind, obviously, Rivera, who got 100% of the votes last year, but ahead of Junior, who got 99.32% of the votes. So is that like two people? Two people basically left Junior off. What's the bigger uh, travesty here, that Jeter didn't get 100% or that Jeter got more than Griffey? That Jeter got more than Griffey? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, This is why... I mean, this is on. why I mean, you guys like we're and, on the same page. That's why I think you would like this water show. Well, <laughs> no, we, we, there's where our two roads you diverge. Love, you would love the water show. Uh, no, I'm going to get mean, you to watch this water show. Because I don't I, I mean, I think it's Joe, pull up a YouTube again, video. It's of the ridiculous. Water show. I don't want <laughs> and I don't want anybody to think, oh, he's just being a hater. Like, I, I mean, I Derek Jeter, I respect and he definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that. 
But we've been over it a billion times how, you know, he just wasn't the best shortstop. And a lot of it's inflated. I know we Matt, put up the numbers and, and the postings. Like, there's so many accolades that can't be denied. Like, he's for sure a Hall of Famer. But if the one guy was like, eh, I'm going to vote for somebody else because I know, like, it's not that big of a deal. And it doesn't change anything. Like, it doesn't tarnish his well, legacy because one me. guy didn't vote for him. That's what kills me is, like, nobody goes in as unanimous like it doesn't say on your plaque unanimous selection well, yeah, it doesn't give your percentage mariana rivera doesn't have a special wing for himself because he got voted right for and you know my argument when i look at it if you're talking about between the two because i know you know i'm sure there's plenty of butthurt yankee fans well, you know you should have been 100 but i'm like okay the if you just take the two players who was the better of the two players at what they did mariana rivera to me is like the greatest closer ever Whereas Derek Jeter, he's really great shortstop, Hall of Fame shortstop, but he's not the best shortstop right, ever played the game. Right, he's not the best at his position. So, right. I mean, if that if that's where you're looking at the 100%, it's like, well, I'd argue that Mariano deserves it just because he, to me, is like the best to ever do it at his position. But again, you eliminated all this. The if you best to play one inning a game <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. The throughout the week. The best to have a week. specialized <laughs> position created that's gone the way of the dinosaurs now. The best to <laughs> never have to pick up a bat and only play four times throughout the week. The best to do that. Maybe throw nine pitches <laughs> on any given day. He was amazing at that. Uh, other Hall of Fame uh, inductee this week was Larry Walker on his last year on the ballot. He Good finally got in. Love I'm glad. Larry Walker. Uh, and he's also breaking the the Colorado uh, stigma of like, well, well you know, Larry Walker. Also, the people forget people. Larry Walker put up numbers before he went there and when he was with right. Montreal. I mean, he's more known for his Colorado days, obviously. But Larry Walker was a hitter. He was one of those guys that I feel like his splits. Obviously, they were a little bit higher at home. But Larry Walker could roll out of bed and hit pretty much anywhere. So he deserved it. I'm very disappointed that Adam Dunn only got one vote <laughs> and is off the ballot. <laughs> Thank you to whatever Cincinnati writer has a Hall of Fame vote and voted for Adam Dunn. I appreciate it. Thank you for giving him one. Speaking of him getting that one vote, I saw like the the preview for next year's class because they were talking about guys getting in. Next year's class is atrocious. Grady Sizemore (laughs) is in his first year of eligibility. People that were on there, it (laughs) was a who's who of guys that you're like, not a single one of those people should be in the Hall of Fame. So that's what's crazy is a lot of those first year guys, they're not going to get votes. So Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity of some of these guys who are borderline this year, Schilling, who was who came in borderline this year, uh, Clemens, Bonds. They were all kind of on that cusp. They made some big moves from last year's like vote to this year's. I feel like next year they get in because the voters will now, it's been long enough so they've punished them well, or whatever they've I feel done. like Bonds isn't going to get in until his last year. That's fine, whatever. But so I mean, next year he'll be left off. Next year's his ninth, right? I yeah, so, so he's off. He won't make it next year, but well, the maybe year they, after. I was going to say, maybe they both won't. But Schilling, because... I think Schilling finally gets in next year. But maybe, yeah, maybe they make Clemens and Bonds wait till their last year. But if they were going to get in, it, it would just be literally because it's like, well, who else are we going to vote for? Like, no, there's good votes. There are going to be votes of like, there are going to be ballots of like four votes because it is, it is. You, would you like to hear some of the names? That I, are do, oh, I, I do. I do because they're hear. garbage. Yes, please, please hit us with these. Dan Heron. Dan Heron, who like didn't even play a full career. Barry Zito. Again, didn't have a full career. <laughs> A.J. Burnett. <sighs> Yikes. Aramis <laughs> Ramirez. Shane Victorino. Shane Victorino. <laughs> I spent a lot of time. Grady Sizemore. <laughs> and finally, Nick, Nick Swisher. Swisher. 
Oh my the god, that is thing, such a terrible The greatest thing year. Nick Swisher did in his entire baseball career was when he did the video with Mike Polk Jr. at Cleveland Indians training camp uh, where he was bunking with Mike Polk Jr. and kept talking about how he drinks Red Bull before he goes to bed so I can have energy for my dreams, bro. Like, that's the greatest thing Nick Swisher has ever done in his career. Oh, I love Nick Swisher when he was with the A's, and then he went to the Yankees and cut his hair and got all douchey. Do you remember, like, oh, when, do you remember when Nick Swisher wanted to fight Aroldis Chapman for the fastball at his head? I don't Ooh. know. Nick Swisher always wanted to fight people. That's true. He was such a bro. I would love to have <laughs> Nick Swisher on Cleveland the Cleveland loved him. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is we loved him in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I mean, he went to Ohio State, so yeah. where's yeah, he yeah. from originally? I don't is he, know. Oh, an Ohio, an Ohio guy? He might be or, an Ohio guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I thought he was. But you know what? It was funny because bro, just more Oakley, than half his career bro, was over bro. before I knew that he went to Ohio State. Like I had no idea. Born in Columbus. Okay, there oh, you nice. go. Okay. So the, but of course, it's one of those things where it's like nobody ever really remembers where guys went to college in baseball anyway for the most part. Yeah, because the good ones don't go to college. Right. <laughs> and Ohio State's not a like a baseball like school like whenever you hear like the baseball powerhouses which again not right, very often, right it's ohio state is it's not, not the, one of them it's not really the big 10 this isn't really baseball <laughs> it's not baseball country yeah joe can you send a tweet to nick swisher and try to get him on the show because i want to talk to him yeah on it all right thanks man <laughs> i mean that is a bad first year it wasn't a great like, first year this time around it really either. wasn't like uh, you have the guys that are dropping off, Paul Canerco, Jason Giambi, so that's a, a big blow to steroid uh, users. Well, the, the, golden, uh, the golden thong can go into the Hall of Fame, but not Jason Giambi. Also, I would say, I'd be like, I didn't vote for you, Jason, because your brother didn't slide in that game where, again, you made Jeter look amazing. He didn't slide. You're not in. Uh, Cliff Lee got two votes. I'm surprised he only That's got rough. two. Cliff Lee had a, a I wouldn't, really... I don't think he's necessarily Hall of Fame worthy, but he's better than two votes worthy. Right, and he had a stretch there where he was really good. I mean, it wasn't long enough, but I, Cliff Lee was... You're right, two votes seems pretty... He was a Cy Young winner in Cleveland before he got traded away. Right, and I mean, he, when he went to the, I was gonna say, then he went to the Phillies, and he had good years there too for a few. Like, hmm. I mean, he and he was like at the top. Carlos Pena's gone off the ballot. That hurts. Soriano is off the ballot. I'm kind of surprised that Josh Beckett didn't get a single vote. Josh Beckett. How was bad do you feel if him, you're though. a guy who's on the ballot for the first time ever? Because they go through a selection of like, do you even make it onto the ballot? First? Sure. So you make that cut, and it's like, man, my name is on the Hall of Fame ballot, and then you get zero votes. That's got to feel worse than just not making it on the but, ballot, right? But again, it's it's because they have that stupid arbitrary 10 you right. know, number limit. Like, why limit it to 10 guys? It's just It should just be, are you Hall of Fame or not? Yes or no? Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Here's, the so, list, here's the list of eligible guys. Right. Hall of Fame or no. And yes, that's no, why yes, no, Derek yes, Jeter no. didn't get 100, because there's one guy who was right. just like, eh, he's going to get his votes anyway. Doesn't so there matter. were only two guys This is that this was their first year to continue on for later rounds. Derek Jeter, obviously, and the only, other one was Bobby Abreu, who barely made it past the 5% mark at 5.5%. He'll stay on next year just because the first-year guys are garbage. So I think Abreu will stay on, but uh, that's a dude that'll fall off in a few years. He'll be he'll drop out. Once you start getting some good classes popping up there, not not the Grady Sizemore class. Speaking of, not obviously not this one, but next year, the year after, I think is when Bronson Arroyo is eligible for the ballot. And we need to start a petition. Like, we need to push hard to get Bronson. I'm in. He's got to he's got to stay on the ballot for a few years at least. Yeah, no doubt. Just based off him coming on his the show alone. 
Yeah, like, exactly. His, pros, yeah. his post-career accolades are amazing. <laughs> he's played all the house shows. He's been on Craft Food Sports. <laughs> like, I mean, what are other guys doing? He dropped Predator lines and voicemails. <laughs> That's how we get famous. We we leak that voicemail once he gets on the Hall of Fame. I, I, hope, the, I hope the one Take guy him. going back to the Derek Jeter thing, just real quick. I hope the one guy was a really big Marlins guy, which is like, well, that's I what, hate him as the Marlins owner. That's so I'm not what I was wondering. Like, does Marlins man have a vote? Because Marlins man got thrown out of that press conference or that uh, season ticket holder meeting the one time because he was talking trash. He questioned him, right? He was talking trash to Jeter, so they pitched him. I wonder if Marlins man has a vote, and he's like. F you, Jeter. You, you didn't get my vote. Yeah, I would. I really would like to talk to that guy. I mean, I'm guaranteeing it's literally just. I thought everybody else was going to vote yeah. for him, so I didn't. Like, right. you know, and vote went elsewhere. I'm sure it's just as simple as that. But it still would be cool to talk to that guy. Absolutely, I want to shake his hand, have a beer with him. Uh, big Joe says Omar next year gets in. You think Omar Vizquel gets in? He he made a big jump this year. And you have really terrible... He went from like 30% to now almost 53% this year. I I would say the only thing with Omar that would go against him for next year is it's a really crappy class. And if you're looking at Schilling possibly being the other guy... They, again, baseball writers being them will be like, oh, well, we can't have Omar the, the year right after we had Jeter. Like, there's not well, the same realm. That's so what I'm I thought. not going to vote for him. Like, but see, that's what I thought was going like to hurt that. him this year because they were going to be like, we can't vote for another shortstop the year we're voting for sure. Jeter. But he had like a 20 point jump. So it's like, all right, well, I guess they do kind I mean, of. If you look at the list of names, it's like, okay. Schilling probably gets in. Clemens and Bonds, we think, are going to have to wait. I mean, he's the very next name as far as votes. So I, there's a very good him and Scott Rowland, baby. How's that <laughs> class going to be? Uh, I don't think I don't think that Rowland makes it. But I mean, I could see where Kurt <laughs> Schilling and Vizquel are the only two that make it next year. Just and yeah, Omar Vizquel would be like, man, great timing with that class. There's also <laughs> nobody timing. on their last year of the ballot. Yeah, that's going to be interesting next year. That yeah. everybody's just at their ninth year. Hmm. Baseball Hall of Fame voting. Who would have thought we'd be able to do 15 minutes on it? Oh, wait, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought I was like, we got to rein this one in a little bit because this one could go. We could talk for an hour and 15 minutes just on baseball Hall of Fame voting. Oh, sure. It's also unbelievably stupid. I hate it. I hate everything about it. But it is. Right, yeah, but it it's still it a good conversation to have. Like, it's one of those sports conversations that you're like, I sports. don't really like anything surrounding this, <laughs> but I'll talk about it all day. Well, let's talk a little bit of hockey and something that uh, that I had no idea was a thing until goddamn JB hit us up with this, with this link. So uh, for those of you that don't know JB, he was a guest on the show. He got us the beer from last week. Uh, he's been around the show, been supporting us for a long time. He has a new blog out, The Duster Line, uh, where he Congrats to JB. all about hockey. And he contributed when we had our blog. Right. He had some amazing hockey articles, uh, and I was really glad to see him back into and hockey writing. And he's written professionally yeah. outside of just his own blog and ours. So he shared this story with us about the Port Huron Prowlers. Uh, and this is a, a minor league hockey team, and you know, if you've listened to Cincinnati Style, you know we love us some minor league hockey. We are all about minor league hockey. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> they do crazy shit, like wear Spider Man jerseys, and uh, you, you know, throw teddy bears, and you get dollar beers. It's they minor make league hockey. hockey. Great again. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is the way I look at it. Well, the Port of Huron Howlers were going into a three game series. They had lost 
all of the goalies in their lineup. Three goalies were all hurt. Two of them were hurt. They had a, a, the third string goalie came in. He gave up. He had a back injury. Gave up nine goals, and he was unable to perform the next game. So now they're stuck with no goalies. So uh, they they hire a goalie off the street. They end up asking this dude to be the backup goalie. That guy's like, I would, but I got to work at six, so I can't. Like true <laughs> minor league hockey stuff there where it's like, nah, you know, you got to work. I can't. Sorry, I can't play this professional sport that you're asking right. me to play. It just reminds me of like Lou Brown from Major League where he's like, eh, let me give you a call back. I got a guy on another line about some white walls. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they, they are now in a bind because in this league, if you don't have a backup goalie, you can be fined. Like, and, and it's minor league hockey. You you can't afford a fine. You got right, yeah. to find somebody. So they ask the sideline reporter to step in as their emergency backup goalie. Suit up, son. And he goes, yeah, sure, why not? What the hell? Backup, I'm never getting in. Great, I'll do it. But then the, the network and whoever broadcast was like, well, what are we going to do? We now don't have our sideline reporter and we broadcast minor league hockey, so we don't have anybody that could just fill in and do the sideline <laughs> reporting. So the guy talked to the coaches and was like, how about I just do both? So from the sidelines, <laughs> in the box, in full goalie gear, this dude broadcast the game <laughs> and gave commentary, which JB says, and I, and I apologize, JB, I wasn't able to pull any of the audio from the, the clips that you have, but if, if you guys want to hear this, go to thedusterline.com. Uh, he said it's profanity-laced. It's exactly what you would think of <laughs> with minor league hockey players like roaming around, grabbing the microphone, yelling stuff into it. Being bros. It, it is the great – I laughed my ass off reading this story. That is so minor league sports. It's good times, man. I, I – I wish I was. Uh, I would. I was about to say I wish I was there, but I really. I'm glad I wasn't because you you would want to experience that from the broadcast perspective. I was gonna say that would be one that you would want to watch on TV <laughs> just so you could get the full gamut of everything. <laughs> I would love to see this happen in other sports, though. Like, can you imagine that they just like the Reds have to pull in Jim Day to stand there, emergency and, catcher? Yeah, yeah. So he's got <laughs> both of our catchers took foul balls off the nuts and they're out for the game. Uh, Jim Day, you're in. <laughs> Jim Day sitting there in his suit and just like the the vest and the shin guards, still doing the interviews in the dugout. Ah, oh, so amazing! What an amazing story. That's good stuff. Minor but, league hockey. Oh, I was gonna say only in minor league sports can you find stuff like that. That and naming yourself after a water tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got thoughts on that, too. Little Good. Thoughts. <laughs> Good, because we have to fill. I know. we got to fill a lot show. of time. There's going to be a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, the Stay other, tuned, y'all. The other. <laughs> the, I just realized the, uh, that episode is going to be called Craft Root Sports, y'all. <laughs> it's it's got to be. Uh, the other story out of the hockey world this week, Gritty. The lovable, coked-out mascot for the Flyers. Best mascot in all the sports, if you ask me. Punching a 13-year-old kid. Uh, apparently, what had, uh, apparently what had happened was the, the kid was posing for a picture, and he, like, slapped uh, the he slapped Gritty in the head or something like that, like hit him in the head. And as he walked away, Gritty chased him down and punched him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a bizarre story. The kid's 13 years old. Uh, apparently this took place back in November, um, but yeah, in a in a Facebook post, Gritty punched and injured a 13 year old at a team event. 
This is awesome. And that, they weren't going to do anything, but apparently they tried to get the Flyers to pay for the medical bills, which how hard do you have to be hit by a dude in a mascot costume to get medical bills? Yeah, it seems like one of those just trying to cap, like, oh, my pain and suffering. We're, we're suing you for $500,000. Wait, what? <laughs> Did he even have to my put kid, a band on? can't even watch Sesame Street anymore. With, <laughs> he is traumatized by this. I hope he's not watching Sesame Street at 13, but he might be really pumped up for those water shows in Vegas. I mean, he might be watching YouTube videos of the Bellagio water show, because at 13, I mean, he can't really go to Vegas, but he's like, man, someday, man, someday I'm going to be there in person. No more watching this on YouTube for me. I just hope the NFL doesn't ruin it. Son, I got news for you. <laughs> We're going to Vegas. First week in April. Get there before the draft, before it's crazy. I get to see the water show. Yeah, yeah. Even 13-year-old kids are like, nah, I'll stay home. I'll wait till I'm 21 to go to Vegas. Not going for water shows or the Blue Man Group. Uh, okay, so here's there it is. Thank you, Joe, for finding this. Uh, so the kid, the the dad says the kid <laughs> lightly patted Gritty's head after getting his photo taken, and then as he walked away, Gritty quote got up from his chair, took a running start, and punched my son as hard as he could. <laughs> well, that's a teaching moment. If this was my if this was my son, and be like, son, did you touch the mascot? You know you ain't supposed to touch the mascots. Now, what are you not going to do the next time we're at a team event with a mascot? You're not going to touch him. He he punched you, and you learned your lesson, so didn't those, you? So those medical bills he was suing for was because he his son hurt his back, so they took him to a chiropractor. Oh, my and God. He and was, he was diagnosed with, wait for it, back bruising. Did he get punched in the back? Apparently, from a, a mascot running full steam. <laughs> Kidney punch, boom! <laughs> Good for Gritty to have the foresight not to hit him in the head, at least. Like yeah. he went, he went for like, uh, I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna do this in the body where you can't see the bruises. I want, yeah, uh, better if you hit him with a sack of oranges so it didn't show. <laughs> Just wham! Uh, I need... Gritty is the mascot that would have a sack of oranges I... under his chair. Oh no doubt. <laughs> uh, never leaves home without him. I want both the guy in the gritty costume and the guy that didn't vote for Derek Jeter on this show. Mm. Let's make that happen. Okay, Joe, uh, why don't you send out some tweets? We want Gritty uh, in mass in mascot or or outside. Yeah, Whatever, we're fine. He can he can yeah. do it in character. That's gritty, fine. I don't want Gritty um, punching me. So however he wants to come. Yeah, on the Gritty show. and the guy who didn't vote for Jeter. Yeah. Um, all right, thanks, man. Appreciate cool, it. Thanks. Uh, good work, Joe. Always just a, a on top of professional. Uh, let's talk a little UFC because we kind of talked about it last week, leading up to the fight. But McGregor fights Cowboy Cerrone. And... Should we spend as much time talking about it as the fight lasted? Mm, start the clock for forty seconds. Here we go. <laughs> Conor McGregor knocked out Cowboy in forty. Seconds. Justin Smith wouldn't have got knocked out like that. I told you last week, that was the only cowboy I know. He would not have been knocked out in 40 seconds. He might have lost that match, but it would have, he would have gone longer than 40 seconds, I can tell you that much. I feel so bad for the people who bought that pay-per-view. Uh, I mean, I guess it's the same thing as like buying a Mike Tyson fight back right. in the days. You just, all of a sudden, it's over. Uh, but... So now everybody wants to know what happens with Connor. what, what what's next, where's he going. Uh, it, he looked great in that fight, but I don't think this was like... It was no test. What do you mean he looked great? Uh, 40 seconds. He looked great. I mean, he had some some shoulders. Uh, he, he was throwing and shoulders. And time. That's right, 40 seconds. Yeah, yep. okay, there cool. That was good talk. 
it's been UFC brought to you by the 42nd man. <laughs> Joe, Joe's on that. He's not going to send a tweet to Gritty for us, but he'll pull up a timer to set it for 40 seconds. I, I'm okay with it. That's as much as I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, what else was there to say? You're out here talking about like, some shoulders and uh, no. I analyzed this. <laughs> you broke to, it all the way down, huh? Because cool. I had a lot of time to do it since the fight was so short. <laughs> okay, this came out this week, too. We'll talk a little basketball here. There's two things basketball-wise. Let's do this one first. Uh, Kansas and Kansas State have a melee last <laughs> night. Trying to be Xavier UC. Right. They, get, on, they, get on our level. They did step up their game a little bit. <laughs> uh, more importantly, nobody in the post-game presser said, you know, gangsters. We some gangsters. Yeah, Zip them up. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't have – if you're not going to match the fight with the post-game presser, then don't do it at all. Okay, so the, the Xavier fight, famous for Gates uh, punching Kenny Freeze in the face and then Kenny Freeze doing the Carlton crawl to the center of the court uh, with you know his legs just limp and uh, arms uh, pulling himself to the center of the court. This fight, though, featured a dude grabbing a stool and luckily a coach was there to stop him from wailing on people. Yeah, the whole weapon it's, thing is... That's escalating. Where it takes a turn. Uh, the, the punishments came out this week. That dude uh, got suspended for 12 games. There's been some six-game suspensions handed down and an eight-game suspension. I want to know... So this, this the same thing happened when Xavier and UC fought was everybody immediately was like, they should be kicked out of school. Their scholarships should be revoked. They should be off the Neutral team. Neutral site! They can't play this home and home anymore. It's too rabid. But all of the OWGs were like, "This is unacceptable. You can't, you can't fight like this in sports." This is. Think about the kids. What are the kids doing? Direct quote: This kind of behavior cannot be tolerated, and these suspensions reflect the severity of last night's events. <laughs> yeah, this Some is horseshit. Well, is yeah, what this also, is. Also, the suspensions conveniently end. Right when March Madness begins. Mm. Oh, what? <laughs> He's not going to miss the post. This reflects the severity of what just happened, but not severe enough to fuck with our money come March. Because we, we need some of that money. It's like Big 12 and football ain't happening, so we really need this basketball money, all right? Because <laughs> ain't, no, ain't none of our teams making the college football playoffs. Conferences, so we got to have all Conferences this money get this money for every win a conference team makes in the tournament, and it gets bigger and bigger as you go through the tournament. And uh, again, their premier Big 12 program, they're not about to right. mess up that money. Right. Kansas is like, oh, you're about to shut us. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you're good. You're in. It's fine. It's a weird season. You might You've drop You've got to uh, sit the rest of the regular season. <laughs> Take that. That's what kills me about this, though, is like the clear, it's so transparent what you what you really get. Like, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth where it's like, oh, this, you got to think about the kids, and this is severe, and I can't believe you know, the, this is disgusting, is this, and we don't want this type of behavior. But is this classic sports in general? It really is. I mean, they, they always talk a big game, and then, I mean, you know, we talked about it last week. We will not stand for you cheating with videos. Five million dollars and a couple of draft picks. <laughs> That'll teach him. Like all sports, when it comes down to it, they don't actually want to punish anybody for doing anything. They just have to do the PR game, and it's like, oh, well, you know, we're really tough on crime. Twelve games. 
And then the people who don't pay attention to the fact that, oh, that lines up with March, are like, right. I mean, yeah, that seems like, that's a, that's, a, that's, a lot, that's a lot of games, man. I mean, college basketball season's not that long, uh, you know, and of course, Kansas is right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, right, right. Kansas is like, oh, so you get to just rest up until March? Cool, cool, right. cool, cool, we'll cool, have cool, you cool. The, We'll have you for the Big 12 tournament? Cool. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we were looking for a reason to give you some rest anyway. <laughs> Uh, such a joke. I just don't. I I don't like the this idea of all right. Somebody fights, they're done. That like, it's a fight, man. The people who say those guys should be suspended or kicked off the team have never been in a fight. Like, well, and I mean, I think I think this one was just the. It wouldn't have been as bad if it wasn't the visual of him picking up the stool. Nope, it would have been just as bad because uh, anytime I, there's a fight, they're I, gonna. I, I mean, I he's not gonna get twelve games if he doesn't pick up the stool. But it, it, anytime there's a fight, okay. To be fair, let's let's back up just a little bit. To be fair, it would be who it is it? Because I bet if JJ uh, Reddick were maybe to have uh, gotten into a fight, mm. uh, I don't I don't know, there'd be a, much of an outcry. Uh, Adam Morrison, man, maybe not much of an outcry. Grayson Allen, would yeah. Grayson? Would there be a, would there be an outcry if Grayson Allen? There, there would somebody? be. I was gonna say he was. There would be one. I was gonna say he was pretty thuggish. I think I think white people like kicked him to the curb. They're like, we can't claim him. Like uh, he's he he goes a little too far for our liking. He he's got too much black in him, um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's that. There's that. They're just doing it based off his name alone. They're like Grayson Allen. That's not like I. That's a problem. <laughs> there's no black guys named Grayson. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Gray comma son, but not Grayson. Did you hear what Robert Horry said this week? I did, which is really weird. That he finally said something along those lines because that's been the argument forever. The whole LeBron Jordan thing and the rings, rings, it's and, all about and everybody rings. always points to Robert Ory. Like he's been the example right. used since that argument began. That well, Robert Ory's got a billion rings, and you're not calling him better. And then Robert Ory actually comes out and says, "Oh no, I'm not great." Even though I got all these rings, and he it's said a stupid measurement. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that he said you're dumb for using yeah. rings as an argument, like, does that carry more weight coming from him as the guy with seven rings? That I, I think so. Like, who wasn't the superstar? The main reason that he got those seven rings, like, nobody's arguing that Robert Ory's is one of the greatest of all time. Big shot, Bob. <laughs> right? No, I mean he, <laughs> I mean, he has his own accolades, <laughs> but I mean nobody's arguing that you know he's that one he of the greatest of all. those. Yeah, right. He, he wasn't the, the reason team. that the Spurs were winning he just all those titles. Happened to be in some good spots and when and was clutch we'll call him clutch yeah i mean it, it, it is it's it's one of those moments where you're just like man i mean if that guy says it then i guess we got to stop using that as an argument right nope still i was gonna use, say you still, still gonna use, gonna it, use yeah. jordan <laughs> gonna use them six rings and i'm gonna go to oh, he also never lost in the finals <laughs> yeah so now that's you guys are just gonna move the goalposts too i'm gonna Not go just go, six I, rings just six and oh I'm, in the finals I, i'm gonna go straight you know juice with it just uh yeah i, I just disappear just i'll just keep moving the the argument well you know he never lost in chicago <laughs> Whatever, whatever fits my argument, I'll just be a Packers fan. He never, he never lost to Golden State in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, whatever it takes, just to to make my point. Jordan the greatest won't budge. Although you know, I'm not one of those people. I, I don't think I've different. ever heard you use the argument six rings versus three. Like I've never heard you I, use that. I argument. was just gonna say tongue in cheek or whatever. Although and, you and kind of, you're me, the weird Jordan uh, rider where you're just like. He's better. Oh, okay. Well, why? He is. He's the best. 
It's like, well, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you can't. He's the best. Okay. I don't really moving on. Moving the, on. Moving well, on. Well, the other thing is usually <laughs> one, you know, whoever, whatever side you're on, they hate the other person because it's a lot of, you know, Cleveland mm, versus Chicago fans who Cleveland suffered a lot at the hands of Jordan. So obviously they are not fans of Jordan. And Ooh, so when they get somebody who's... Elo. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you see how tense Joe got over there? As soon as you said I it. heard his butthole Ooh, pucker. He got... But yeah, no, man. so I mean, I totally understand it, but I'm... I'm on. I'm the rare person who's like. I mean, I love Jordan, favorite of all time. But I also I don't have a problem with LeBron. Like he's like I'm perfectly fine with him. Like there's no hate or malice towards him. It's just one of those things where it's like, all right, I grew up with Jordan and he's like the greatest. This is an eyeball thing. But if you want to think that LeBron is the greatest, I, like I'm not going to argue with you necessarily. Like necessarily. I'll think you're I'll think you're wrong, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. It's like it's not. It's not a hill that I'm gonna that's die on. A, that's such a dick move. Yeah, I'm no, not gonna no, argue with like you. A, I'll just think you're wrong and just leave it and then never mention it. Yeah, I'll just leave it alone. It's like, hey, you just stay with it. My I'm favorite thing about. to do is just argue the opposite side depending on who I'm talking to. It's the greatest position to be in. Like if somebody like starts debating that LeBron's the best, I come in with why I think Jordan's the best. And then if somebody's riding hard for Jordan, I just come in with why I think LeBron's the best. And everybody hates me, and it's the best. It's, right, and that's it's why the best. I, feeling that's why i like my argument <laughs> that's why i like my argument to just shut it down we're just like i don't need any issues just jordan's the best and that's it it's that's so frustrating period. to talk to you yeah it's so frustrating to talk to you about that what are your reasons because i try to goad you into it so many times you're just like he's just better he just don't have any arguments really all right, uh, real quick, we got about like a, a couple minutes here before we got to close out the show. Uh, we all finally watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Everybody caught up on it, right? You, yep, guys, yep, you guys yep. all watched it. We've given the audience enough time to watch it, so we can now spoil it for everybody. <laughs> He's a murderer. I don't know if you guys know that. He did it. He did all of it. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Watching that documentary, uh, like I watched when they were talking about the double homicide uh, and that dude's testimony, I was like, dude, Aaron Hernandez did that and then shot that guy uh, and messed up his face. And then I heard the defense to it and that text message. I'm like, did he do that? And now I'm questioning everything. Nah, I mean, he definitely did. I, I think the most bizarre thing, and I heard this before, like with in some of the stories before it was in the documentary, is just the fact that he was so set off by like the littlest thing. He spilled a drink on me. Uh, you've got you're hit, sitting there hanging out with a hardcore drug dealer, and he just casually says, eh, "You know, maybe it's because you were in some shit." When a drug dealer, a big time <laughs> drug dealer, is saying, "Hey, maybe you should chill because you got into some shit," and your response is to shoot him in the face, you're unhinged. Like there's there is something completely wrong with you. And oh, I I, I did have to laugh because it's one of those when he said he called him, and he's like. Who is this? You, like, know who you know who this is. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the terror? You want to talk about tight buttholes right there? I am right. clenched. Like, you shot somebody clenched. in the face. You're 100% sure they're dead. <laughs> and they call you on the phone and are like, what up? Like, the piss that ran down his is leg at that moment. Is like, this a ghost? That would be like. That's <laughs> terrifying. Everything that happened after that where he's just like, also, I got to go play for somebody else. I got to go. I got to go. Like. In all everything they talked about in that documentary, that was the baddest ass thing that I had heard in the whole thing. Right. Like it, it was when the cops are like, We're here because you should be dead and he's like, Nah, I'm good. I I don't know who did it. But that's why you don't mess with big time drug dealers, Ooh, man. Yeah. Like no matter no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, those guys 
got guys and and are way tougher than you will ever be. The toughest athlete in the world should not go toe to toe with a drug king. Yeah, that's like, uh, it is not going to end well for you. And if you're gonna man, if you shoot somebody, you better make sure they're dead. <laughs> like, how do you just? I mean, I, I suppose though, if you shoot somebody in the face, in you're the just face, assuming yeah, they're dead. Right, right. There's... Which again would make it so terrifying. It's like I shot this dude in the face. How strong is that guy's hand that he like? Well, I just put my hand up and deflected it enough to not die from being shot in the face. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's also, wild. Aaron Hernandez's mom was hooking up with his cousin's boyfriend after his dad died. That whole thing. Was I tried to not pay attention bizarre to the whole, to like, me. The, the family dynamic. The family dynamic. Really I, I couldn't figure out the family dynamic. I'm I like, okay, either. so this is his cousin. Like, I'm sitting there going, who's, like, how, what type of guy? Are we talking first cousin? Is this, like, some, uh, is this mom's niece? What is happening with was this? Was it a cousin or was it one of those, oh, this is my cousin, That's where it's not I mean. actually a cousin? Like, I couldn't figure that I out. I don't either. know. I don't know. There's so many unanswered questions. One question was answered Aaron Hernandez did that shit. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's what I took from that documentary. Aaron yeah, Hernandez no, did definitive. some shit. Wow. I didn't realize, like, I remember that when the story came out and I kind of followed, like, I didn't follow the details of sure. the story, but man, that was hard. It, it, when they were talking about the sisters, so the uh, Odin's. I did not know that dynamic, at, like, or it just didn't register until watching that and seeing all the court thing play out. I'm like, Wait a minute! It was sister versus sister, yeah. sort of thing. Like there I was knew, so much to unpack in that. I it's, guess it never connected. That it's like, oh, it was going to be his brother-in-law, right? I didn't realize the relationship, and so that made it like crazy. That was hard to watch. Uh, if you have not watched that documentary yet, go check it out because it is worth the three hours. And again, he seemingly just got pissed off something like innocuous. They still don't like, know. They still right, don't know. Yeah, what they, it was. they have no idea. But it was probably something lame. Like he probably did something like, along those lines. So you like, left the cheese. It's open, mother. <laughs> Also, better three hours spent, real quick, before we uh, get into the the last call here. Better three hours spent, The Irishman or the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, 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 definitely. No weird CGI in the Aaron Hernandez one. Yeah. Take that score, Sazy. In your face. Yeah. Suck it, Martin. MCU for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into last call. <laughs> That's called brought to you by some We got to get you started on the MCU. I'm going to start. We'll do it as a segment on the show. MCU. Yeah, all right. Yeah, is it coming up on slow season. It's just going to be XFL and it's Mike watching MCU. Me <laughs> catching up on all those movies. Uh, anyways, we, uh, last call brought to you by Tavor. We got the hookup for you. If you need to stock up your beer fridge, go download the Tavor app. Use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. You're going to get 10 per, $10 off your second order after your first order. That code is, again, 258023. Uh, go hit up Tavor today. This week's beer came to us from Tavor. Whose kids are these? A raspberry chocolate stout, 5.2% ABV beer from Barrier Brewing in Oceanside, New York. Scott, you dig it? Good. It's good beer. Yeah. It grew on me. As it got to closer to room temperature, I really dug it. I mean, I liked it from, from the get-go, and it's it's light. I mean, it's an easy drinking stout, and you know, it, it's got the flavor. It's one that you could just sit there and sip on for a while. I'm good with it. I dig it a lot. Uh, and really, after I did start last to, week, this was welcome. Needed that, yeah, needed that <laughs> little step back. I did start to pick up on the chocolate flavors as I drank more of this. It was really strong out the gate, raspberry, but then the chocolate kicked in. Uh, Joe, how did you feel about whose kids are these from Barrier Brewing? 
Dynamite drop in, Joe. Appreciate that. This I, has been. I also feel like Joe is very. Uh, his response should just be akin to the name of the beer. Like, whose kids are these? <laughs> like, that's the way Joe lives his life. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> this has been Last Call brought to you again by Tavor. 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get $10 off that second order. Uh, guys, this has been a damn fun show tonight. This has been a really fun show. Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll talk next week. <laughs> we'll talk Super Bowl. You can get it all out of your system. As a matter of fact, I may just we'll just put the camera on you. I'll just sit here and you can just rail about the Niners. Hour and a half so Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, just you <laughs> I don't even think I want to do that. That'd you talking loud. Niners for the whole time. Uh we are we do have a guest that, that we'll have uh Yes. We do have a guest coming next week. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna we've got that to look forward to next week. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Thank you to all of you on 12 on sports radio, listening in to us uh, pretty soon. You're going to be able to see our sweet faces too uh, coming up here. Thank you to everybody who shared out the show. We really appreciate it. There's been uh, so many of you that shared it out. Kelsey sharing us out. Andy Foltz, big shout out to Andy Tyson digging on us and sharing as always uh, everybody from earlier. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, share it out after the show too. They can still watch. Like just because we ain't live anymore doesn't mean you can't say, share, share it. forever. Keep share. Share just next hit week. Just hit share. Just hit share once a day, and see what happens. Forever, forever. always, forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can follow the show in between shows on Twitter at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Hit up the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Drop your spicy hot barbecue takes. We'll play them on the air. Thank you guys for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. NFC champs! Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.